When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Three, 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 two, two, one, one. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and kicking some soup But Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I am your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's Aiming the Mic, and you know, the Get Comfy Podcast is for the boys. So grab your boys, grab a beer, and sit down and listen for some good stuff. Exactly. And of course, if you're new here to the Get Comfy Podcast or Get Comfy Lowdown, please go check out more of our shows because we have three other podcasts, including this one, that go live on all major listening platforms, Wednesdays, Fridays, and of course, Sundays. So please go check them out. And we do have a Twitch stream every Friday night. Please go check out Get Comfy Gaming on Twitch. Now, we got that stuff out of the way. It's time to get down to business because... There has been an uptick of superhero activity in our world, and I think it's up to us, the boys, to figure out how to pretty much handle this business. And we're here today to talk about The Boys, which is the Amazon Prime TV show that has taken off. It has taken the world by storm, and we're going to kind of do a season one, like an abridged series one, or season one, and season two review. This is a show that you didn't really know about, and of course, Kalo's good recommendation here. You took a look at it. And what did you think of the show? Well, first of all, first of all, listen, don't get your panties in a bunch right now because it wasn't just you. I have other boys who told me to go check the show out. They're like, if you like sex, if you like superheroes, if you like violence, this show is for you. Just don't watch it when your parents are walking in. And that show. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> don't watch it when your parents come in. And um, I saw season one because you know, we're still locked in our house. And season two just came out recently this week. A couple weeks ago, and after finishing season one, I was like, because season one is with a cliffhanger, sort of, and I was like, I want more. Like, I can't wait for another week. So I was like, you know what? Season two's out already. Caleb's been watching it. So I was like, I'll hop on. And I have yet to have a disappointing episode. And that's saying a lot, because a lot of superhero episodes, there some episodes, like, there'll be like a filler episode that doesn't mean anything. Every episode of The Boys mattered. Oh, you can't just skip one episode. You have to see what's going on. And it feels like you're watching a movie, even though it is an Amazon video, Amazon movie, TV show. It, it, it feels like I was in the movie theater watching a Superman movie. Because the way they shot the whole cinematic stuff, it was really good. It really was. And of course, this show first aired on July 26th of 2019. And like we said, it's on Amazon Prime Video. It's only on there. It was developed by Eric Kripke, who worked on the CW show Supernatural. And essentially, the premise of the show is the group called The Boys tries to uncover and expose Vought for all of their wrongdoings and malpractice when it comes to how soups are created with this drug called Compound V and all of their shady business dealings. They do have a group that's kind of like the Justice League in this way, and they're called The Seven. And members include A-Train, The Deep, their leader, Homelander, Black Noir, Queen Maeve, Translucent, 
and of course Starlight, and then Stormfront comes in season two. But what are your thoughts on their take of superheroes? Because this isn't like the rah-rah, like superhero saves the day. Like, what did you think of that concept? So I have told you when after I watched it, season one, it's like a critical take of what superhero genres are today because they make fun of it. They have their own the day of the seven or whatever, like making fun of the Justice League and all that. And it's like also in a way like if superheroes were real in real life, there's consequences. It would be made into a company and sort of like use their fame to sell products and all that stuff. And I that's what I thought about it. That's what I took away from the show. And like it just shows you that you can make a dark, badass, scary movie show, but still have funny in it. DC, take some notes. Yeah, like I kind of like a a glimpse as to what this show is. One of the main characters, Huey, kills one of, and of course, spoilers because this show has been out. Yeah, for season one at least. That, That has been out for a long time. So if you haven't watched it yet, Sorry, but spoilers. We did warn you. Wait, wait. Give, but, him, um, give him five seconds. One, two, five. five. Okay. Yeah. See, we're on the same page here. Um, Huey kills Translucent by shoving a bomb up his butt. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you go against my boy Huey for a second, one, it was Frenchie stuffed the bomb in Translucent's butt. And two, he detonated it. And two, and two, he had all the motive because. His girlfriend got run over by the superhero known as Atrian, who has basically somewhat a Flash's power, more like Quicksilver, Quicksilver's powers from the um show, from the movie, um, Avengers. So yeah, yeah, that's true. I'll I'll give you that. And just this show is like you said, it's dark, it's funny, it's. And when I say it's dark, I mean like what I just said. Someone died because they had a bomb shoved up their butt. And, and they blew up, and, and they and they show the gore. Oh, like, they're not afraid to show gore in this show. A hundred percent, and the fact that like literally ten seconds into episode one, you see his girlfriend got run through by the superhero. Like that shows you the type of what you're in for, what type of mood they're in. So yeah, they're not afraid yeah. to pull anything back. Yeah, and like in that shot, Huey is holding her hand still. And as she is like disintegrated because a train ran through her, he's still holding her hands here. Her hands are like stuck to him mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, like chill. Like that's crazy. I, I couldn't believe they did that. I thought a train was a bad guy at first, but then I'm like, oh wait, he's part of the seven. He's like one of the good guys air quotes. But um, speaking of the good guys here, I did want to run through the members of the boys, which is Billy butcher, Frenchie mother's milk, Kimiko, who is a soup herself, and of course, Huey. And also Starlight, when we get into season two, she gets in it. But in season one, there were it, and I, I can't get enough of that name, Mother's Milk. It was something I heard, like MM. I'm like, oh, whatever. It's just MM. Maybe that's like a nickname. But when I heard yeah. what it was about, I was like, yo, like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Excuse me? So in season two, it. he also does get. Um, Strangled by a soup called oh, Love Sauce. Can we, can, we, can, we not, can we not? Can we not? Can we not? He gets please? strangled by a soup called Love Sausage. Oh, and God. I mean, connect the dots. No, what he strangles mother's milk with. You know what? 
if you guys don't know, because a lot of people don't know manga, um, manga, sorry, um, if, um, the boys, they have a comic book. They have a comic book before the show came out. And Love Sausages, he has the humongous dick. Just gonna, if you guys haven't read the comics, don't know who he is. He has that, and that dick strangles MM. <laughs> it, it was, I didn't know what it was at first. And then I'm oh, like, oh, no, that's what it is. No, I, I, I knew it because I started reading the comics a little bit. And I saw the character in it. I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> it's I, going to a bad place. I feel uncomfortable. Mouse not walking in. Dad's not here. Nephew's not in. All right. Yeah, so season two has kind of, it was a weird ride. Because season two, you see the, the dealings with the aftermath of Vought being exposed. We also see the rise of Stormfront in the public eye, where she kind of has her finger on the pulse of the people. She kind of uses memes and trending tags to kind of get the people behind her because she said something like, like, you got the trending things or like, I got an army of people or an army of soldiers or something. And that ties into like the twist at the end, which um, we're going to talk about in a little bit. Homelander kind of becomes wary of who this person is who kind of just comes into the seven and essentially becomes the face of Vought, which Homelander was for so long. And he's kind of like, yo, like, know your role. Like, you are a rookie here. And then all of a sudden, you kind of see this budding romance between Homelander and Stormfront, which is kind of weird because, like, they kill a guy and kind of bang on his corpse or something. So there's that, you know. Why are you talking the most messed up? Back it up for a second. Okay. Back it up. Um, That was just messed up, but. The thing with Homelander is, if you guys don't know, he's also a basically Superman. If Superman wasn't raised in Kansas or wherever the farm was, <laughs> and um, that and he wants attention. He wants his thing is he wants to be loved. He wants the people to chant his name. He wants people to praise him, treat him like a god. And at the end of it, he finds out this person who was the CEO or the VP of Vol, who he had in a weird relationship with, finds out that he was. They were keeping secrets away from him. That secret being that he has a kid with a girl that he raped. And he wants the kid to be raised not like him. So he kills the his his baby mama, whatever she is to him, the CEO of all, and finds a kid and starts a relationship with him. That's how season one ends. And we also might add that the person that he had the kid with is Billy Butcher's wife. So there's the beef right there. Butcher kind of thought she was dead. And then Homelander took him to the house to show that Becca was still alive. And it's like, yo, we have a kid who is also the first natural born soup, which is very big in their world. Because mm-hmm. as we mentioned before, all the soups are just drugged up normal people. So they're not really real soups. And like, I was upset about what happened at the end of season two because she was really attractive. I was like, I like her. She needs to be in more episodes. Do you recognize her at all? Does it ring any bells? Because I want to see if you know. You don't? Should it? Should it? It very well should. All right. I'm going to tell you in three, two, five. (laughs) She is the detective from The Flash. Remember, uh, what's her name? Spivet? Stop! There, that's the same Stop. actress for, the, the from one the that, Flash, the one that Barry gets starts dating with. Yeah, she they and then she leaves on the train. No, 
Stop. That's her. That's her. And I was like, whoa, I recognize that face. And I was like, oh, snap. That's her. We also love The Flash on the CW. Go check that show out. But yeah, I was like, wow, like this is crazy. Like what a world. And like I said to you yesterday, um, Carl Urban, who plays Billy Butcher, has been in Lord of the Rings, Thor Ragnarok, many others. And he's also being considered to play Wolverine. So, but that's just crazy. You know what? Maybe because she dyed her hair. Because I know her as a blonde lady, so maybe that's a. Yeah, you know, I have a small brain. I don't copy <laughs> <a lot> of things. <laughs> well, that has a lot to do with it. Because like I was like, she was the blonde, mm-hmm. and like this can't be the same person. But then I seen the the credits, and I was like, oh, I recognize the name. Oh, you read Boom, the credits? The I, don't, I don't read the credits. No one reads the credits. I'm that guy because <laughs> Marvel kind of twisted me to stay for the after credit scene, <laughs> even though there really isn't one in the show. But um, what are your thoughts about the show in general? What do you think is coming for season three? Because they they did order season three, so mm-hmm. that's definitely has to come. Um, so I think um, I'm enjoying the show. I'm a sucker for any superhero shows. I was telling you to watch Umbrella Academy, which is on Netflix. It's a Netflix original show, and that's kind of like kind of the X Men kind of take of it. So this is kind of like the Justice League meets Marvel take. I am enjoying it, and. No episodes has been done poorly. All episodes have been done phenomenal. Great sense of humor. Great sense of cast. I love it. Season three, we know that Vault is kind of in a bad place because they had a Nazi on their team being Stormfront, which now Stormfront is not dead. It has been confirmed that she's in a, a, a exclusive location. But I think season three, you need some some American to cancel the nef- the cancel the Nazi taste in people's mouths. You need somebody that's a soldier, somebody that is American, and that's why you bring Captain America, which he's gonna be in season three. Not soldier really. boy, soldier boy, soldier boy, not the rapper. Yeah, we're not cranking that. No, nope. it's a it's a guy called Soldier Boy. That's a. Yeah. I think that guy was from Supernatural, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Because, well, like you said, the director of it is from Supernatural, so he has a lot of connections. He's bringing a lot of people from that show into here. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, Stormfront didn't essentially die. She was just fried by I already said spoiler. If people oh, are yeah, in this, right, they're in this. Right, 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 right. They're in this to win this. But um, <laughs> season two did end with Stormfront kind of getting fried up by Ryan, who also killed his mother in, like, a collateral damage type deal. Which I was upset because. Yeah, it was like, wow. Like. Also, like, what that boy should be going through right now, killing his mother. Like, oh, bro, yeah. Like, and, chill. But then Billy um, was like, don't worry, I will i won't kill him or give him to the I'll, I'll protect him. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, Maeve kind of threatened Homelander to release that video of them on the plane, like how he just left innocent people to, mm-hmm. like, die. So there was that. And also, I kind of want to focus on a scene from one of the episodes of season two, the head popping episode. Um, we didn't know what was happening. I thought this would kind of be the slam dunk for the boys, essentially, where it's like they finally got him. But then I'm like, wait, this is the boys. It isn't going to go how I think it's going to go. And essentially, there was head popping like all over. People's heads were exploding. Blood was so, everywhere. Um, and it was just a crazy scene. Who did you talk about? Because a lot of people thought it was the Fresca or the Church of the Collective that was doing the head popping because they were supposed to have a meeting with the um, vault CAO. Did you thought it was the Fresca, the Church of the Collective? Did you thought it was somebody else? No, I thought, which that's a very good assumption. I thought it was that girl that escaped from that facility 
the one that can kind of squeeze your hand and kind of make things implode. Well, I was that, like, maybe, maybe she like could make people explode. But, you, know, you know, maybe she does a little flick and it, see, they all explode. That's a really good assumption too. But if you got to think about it, because in the first episode, the the FBI chick got her head exploded, and she was still locked in. The girl. True. And then I I was looking like breakdown episodes and like Easter eggs, whatever. And they said her power, it's more like inside she can make people explode while hers is just head exploding from the outside. Yeah. And of course, the culprit of this mass popping was Victoria Newman, who was the councilwoman who was very much against Vaught. And of course, we see at the end of the episode who... I thought he would die like already, but the head of the church of the collective was drinking his fresca. And all of a sudden you just see his head explode. And of course, who's standing outside the window who was revealed as the culprit is Victoria Newman. So she's a soup who is essentially blowing people's heads up. So uh, what does that mean for season three? Like, is she the villain or what's the deal there? Well, I think uh, I'm going to give my point on that first, but we also find out that the church of collective had a lot of dirt on soups, on vault, and everything. So, do you think that the that chick, what's her name, who was blowing people's uh, head Victoria off? Newman. Victoria Newman. I think she's going to use those as leverage against vault because now the Church of the Collective is dead. She's going to take all the evidence that they had. And um, I think season two, because the show has been announced, they're going to be doing five, five seasons. It's been locked down to five seasons have been confirmed for the boys. And I think if not season three season four i think it's gonna be um homeland because you see him kind of going crazy after the state of storm um stormfront was and how he's losing everything and then that, of course that ending of season two when he's on top of the chrysler <laughs> barreling which fun fact that was supposed to be at the end of season one but amazon thought that was too inappropriate and didn't want that yep. at the end of season one but i think you you're seeing the boats turn in Homelander from superhero to supervillain a little bit. Yeah, and you kind of seen it pieced along the way where he kind of like never was good. He was always just like a stuck up prick, like what we said. And he always kind of just viewed what's good for him. Mm-hmm. And now that he doesn't have anything, Stormfront is fried. She's a vegetable at this point. He lost his son. He lost uh, Becca, who, like, I guess he didn't care about, but whatever. He also could potentially lose the public. Like, if he loses the public and, like, all his fans, what else does he have to lose? Like, he could very well just go out there and do like he did in that one scene, the dream sequence, where he was frying people up at that rally with just his laser vision. And he views himself as a god, and he could just very well just pull that card where he's like, what are you really going to do to me? That'll hurt me. Yeah. Sick of bombing your butt. True. Watch your butts. They did explore the uh, Ant-Man crawling up Thanos' butt route, which is funny. I I thought that was a cool little little callback. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I do want to see more of what happens with the head of Vought. Giancarlo Esposito plays him. He does um, a great job, what by is, the way. Uh, yes. He I mean, he's also appearing in the new Far Cry game, so that's pretty yeah. cool. He's also in The Mandalorian, so he's all over the place. But I want to see what that has to do. Also, 
what happened to my boy Black Noir after Maeve shoved an Alma Joy in his mouth, who <laughs> appears his major weakness is having a tree nut allergy. So, so what's happening with Black Noir? Well, they said that he is a vegetable, and which is fun because I know you, from what um, you haven't got into the boys comic books, right? Because you you haven't explored that route yet, right? The boys comic books. I haven't really looked into it. And of course, we did talk about who Black Noir could possibly be. Um, I said it's Butcher's brother. Mm-hmm. But judging by the, the way his mask got pulled up, he's clearly not Butcher's brother. Well, they um, also said the Butcher's brother committed suicide because of his dad. Yeah. But again, with this show, it's kind of like Arrow where it's like, if you don't see a dead body, don't assume they're dead. Oh, 100%. But also, we think, well, because in the comic books, we, um, Black Noir is a clone of Homelander, only in the sense if Homelander ever goes rogue, you have somebody there to stop him. But I think that's going to be Ryan's point now, because they have Ryan as a suit, so I think he's going to be the person to stop Homelander when the time comes. But in the comic books, heroes... They use Compound V to bring dead heroes back alive. So I think that's going to be like a side effect of bringing Black Noir back as a zombie state. Yeah, and also how does Soldier Boy like equate into this? Is he the guy, like you said, to kind of rival Homelander? Or Because so essentially it, they have like the same the same vibe where it's like rah-rah America, you know? Well, actually, um, in the comic books, and not to cut you off or anything, but... Soldier Boy is kind of like a figure. Like, there's been a Soldier Boy in the past in World War II, and there was one recently. So it's like anybody who has his powers could be the sensory Soldier Boy. But with Soldier Boy, is his whole story is that he got his own. The one in World War II got his own platoon killed. He killed his not on purpose, but he just did a mission that he knew wasn't safe, and that backfired on him. So kind of like that, but in in the comic books, which comic books so far have been different from the TV show, um, he, um, yeah, Cap- Captain America, I mean, um, Soldier Boy and Homelander have a, they like each other. They have a intimacy where Homelander sticks his thing up, um, uh, Soldier Boy's butt. So oh no, yeah. So they have that, but I have another exclusive thing to tell you. They have announced that in season three they're going to be doing Herogasm, which you might not know what it is, and I'm going to let you think about that. And this is it anything like Love Sausage, where it's like the name is what it is? A little bit, but um, like, but they also said that they're not going to do the Homelander and Cinder Boy dick in the butt. They're not going. They said that's not going to be in Amazon season three of the boys. <laughs> so that would not. Be, so you don't don't worry, Kay. You don't see your beloved Homelander sticking it up in the butt. But they are said that, so, if for those who know what herogasm is, is that in a, I think it's a retreat for our heroes to hook up and have fun. So, they said that they are going to be doing that in season three. Oh, they stop the line, they stop, they draw the line right at Homelander and uh, Soldier Boy getting a little loving in, mm-hmm. but they'll do that. They'll do yeah. herogasm. Yeah. That, and with, that's, uh, that's funny. And I am not, like... Joking, that is the name of the story in the comic book. It's called Hero Gasm. So watch out for an episode that says Hero Gasm because a lot of episodes are based off the comic books that they did. Yeah, and you know, it's a good series to get into, especially now. Two seasons are out on Amazon Prime Video. Go check that out. We are not sponsored, we just love this show and we love everything about it. So 
please go check out the boys. And while you're checking out the boys, go check out more episodes of the Get Comfy podcast. Of course, we do have the Get Comfy podcast itself available every Sunday morning. And then we got the Get Comfy Lowdown available every Wednesday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms, along with the Get Comfy Game Break every Friday morning with a Get Comfy gaming stream on Twitch. So please go check that out. Of course, everything is linked down below. And that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.